0: hi guys this is raj from the pharmacy podcast show um well today obviously it's january january is obviously new year um new challenges new fitness routines <laughs> new year um resolutions but also it can be quite stressful um coming up to january means that uh there are many students up and down the country that are revising for exams within the universities you've got um pre-regs that are completing the second part of uh, the competencies um and ultimately preparing for life as a pharmacist and getting themselves signed off and then start prepping for their exam well so i wanted to do a piece today on um and revision techniques now as i've reiterated before many a times we're all different um we're humans yes um, but we all learn in different ways. Um, what works for someone else might not necessarily work for another. And ultimately it comes down to a few things. So I just wanted to put a quick guide together to help anyone that's out there, whether it's uh, someone in university or whether you're revising uh, for a different type of an exam. Um, ultimately the same things can be used. Um so first and foremost i don't want anyone to stress out there's no point in stressing out stressing out actually gets rid of your natural thought processes and it it starts you to make stupid decisions but also overthink um, tasks and questions so don't stress yourself out. The main thing is to have a routine and and keep on top of it so first and foremost, the best thing I can advise is having Having some form of a revision calendar or a planner that is actually used, uh, not something that's used for decorative purposes on your wall. Um, And the way I would uh, advise you guys to do it is to um, start preparing a bit earlier. Um, but preparing a bit earlier, you are automatically reducing that stress element because you start to feel confident, you know that you'll you'll be able to cover the topics a certain amount of times, and um, it helps you plan your time a bit more effectively and efficiently to realise where you've got free time within your day. Now that doesn't mean, I'm saying, create a revision plan and be working around it 24-7. That doesn't actually bode well for productivity. Um, it's better to do things in little bursts and uh, have an entire an intense focus of concentration on, on the topic at hand, as opposed to spending an entire day on the topic. Uh, we utilise those sort of things within the field, uh, even when you are uh graduated and you are working as a pharmacist uh from being with uh, pharmacy managers and, and relief pharmacists and and preparing them for next stages i can tell you the same thing happens as we get older we don't like to do the same task the entire day and to achieve multiple levels and and complete multiple um multiple multiple things at the same time um requires an element of multitasking. So multitasking is is a thing that you start bringing around towards your your revision planner. And within the revision planner, you should highlight at least all the modules that will be covered uh, during your exam period. So they would be your focus areas. Now, automatically, you should already know within yourself which modules are a plus for you they're a strength um you like the topic you find interesting and um you understand the concepts of it but you also know that there there are going to be modules and topics that you absolutely despise absolutely despise so automatically your body's going to want to um to to run away from it and i think you know what well, let's let's let's, uh, let's shove it under the carpet and uh hope miraculously i i i understand it the night before the exam um I, trust you um i've, I've been there i've been there done that all the t-shirt um back in university there was a psychology uh, element uh, as part of the pharmacy module uh as, yeah as part of the pharmacy degree and Firstly, I couldn't understand the need of it, um, the language, the tone, whether it was also an element of the lecturer, I absolutely hated the module, um, so much so, um, I found myself missing lectures whenever it came up to that topic, (coughs) excuse me, um, I'm not saying <laughs> I condone <laughs> that sort of behavior, but um, and, 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 that I'd advise that sort of behavior. But it just goes to show no one's perfect. I haven't come out of university being absolutely great at everything. I haven't come out uh, being a relief pharmacist, being amazing at everything, the same as being a manager. We all learn along the way. And students don't know what they need to know until they actually go through it. So kind of like how a parent talks to a child um, so when a parent talks to a child they talk to them and say these things you should do this you should do that because they've actually gone through those journeys themselves and and realize you know what by me saying this it, they will say it you know their child will save a lot of time a lot of heartache and can just get down to the task uh, at hand however as kids we don't like to be told we all need to make our own mistakes anyway but um that is definitely one thing we don't like to be told so the quicker you can understand and realize that at times we say things for the benefit um and you take it with an open open mind the more easier and beneficial it will be for yourselves um so for topics that aren't a strength for yourself um they're a struggle based on whether it's understanding the concepts or the length of the lecture notes um the degree of information within them the jargon trust me i understand there's a lot of jargon especially when you don't get to work in pharmacy in a day-to-day practice um utilizing and understanding how to speak even spell the name of the drugs is uh, is uh, a, is a mission. In at times, I found myself creating little songs and little rhymes um, to help me understand. them <laughs> Up until I could be like, "Oh, this is what amlodipine is. Oh, this is what benzoylethylamide is," um, because I started to work with these drugs on a day-to-day basis. So. In your revision um, schedule especially for modules that are tricky and like I said aren't your strength then I want you as a rule to cover them at least three to four times um, within your revision weeks okay so it's up to you how many weeks you assign assigned for your revision um, whether it's a, a week or two weeks or three weeks um, and what times within the day that you want to be revising. So obviously if you're off from university over the Christmas period, then you would have been revising, um, you know, at least probably six to eight hours a day. Um, if you've left the revision till after New Year, um, whether you've got some modules uh, back at university or not, then obviously you're revising towards the evening. So to people I say, uh, or to students I say that, three is the magic number um learn it forget it learn it forget it learn it forget it um so it's when you do it completely three times and then uh get to it the third time that's when you start to see where the dots start emerging um now when i say learn it forget it learn it forget it i'm not saying regurgitate it forget it regurgitate it forget it (laughs) Um, from speaking to students this is a very um highly adoptive method all students seem to have taken uh which i'm very much trying to stample back out um because it's not an effective way of learning um regurgitation does not lead to you understanding the module or the concept at hand. all it tells you to do is uh, how to translate it in a parrot form style um in an essay, and that ain't really gonna boil down well with your lecturers anyway, because it doesn't show any additional application, it doesn't show any extra reading, and it shows how much uh, level of knowledge that you've taken uh, on the topic for hand. Um, so when I hear back from students that they are struggling with their OSCEs, they're struggling with their exams, they're struggling even when they get to pre-reg level, um, is purely on the basis of how you've been learning, which is completely and utterly incorrect. And I'm going to stand up and say that because um, it's an issue that is not affecting you at just this point in time. It's an issue that will affect you in the next coming years as well so the quicker you can realize that that is not an effective way of learning it's not an effective way of applying um, the better it be for yourself uh, understanding the concept and and the idea and how things work being curious gives you an idea of how to combine different elements and put them together to realize do you know what? With with this element of pharmacology, with this element of um uh, chemistry of how the drug is degraded within the body, um, I can apply that to an OSCE question, um, and then it helps you to eliminate that overthinking aspect because you're thinking at it logically um there's things that we i teach my pre pre-ridge students when you see like black dot interactions i think oh no no it's a complete no no uh, we've got to get the doctor to change it it's black dot interaction it's completely severe it's completely not allowed again um this comes back from practice and, and putting it um uh putting it down from paper and obviously uh, using it in reality is that um, sometimes black dot, black dot interactions are needed uh, to, for example, treat someone's blood pressure. Um, yes, it can be a black dot interaction. However, from the two drugs working combined, then that's an effective way of reducing that person's blood pressure, which obviously is risk outweigh benefits sort of scenario. Um, we need that patient's blood pressure to come down and if it is a black dot interaction, that means we just do extra precautionary tests along the way. Uh, routine blood tests ensure that the kidney function and liver function is um, uh, working correctly so that it um, metabolizes the drug and excretes it without the body. So, um, like I said, three is, the, three is the magic number, but it's learn it, forget it, not regurgitate it and forget it. <laughs> the... The second thing that I wanted to talk to you about is obviously utilising your unique learning style. And a unique learning style is something that's unique to the person. Um, you can have different elements of, w- of which learning style is a little bit stronger for you. You might be a combination person that, you know, for example, um, does more visual and um, active, active learning. But to cover it as, as a whole, um, because I do cover it more in um, Farm Mastery um, uh, which is an online education portal for students, um, is the, like for example there are four different types of learning styles out there. Um, so we've got visual, um, so you, you, you a person learns through visual aids, whether it's notes, diagrams, um, watching short videos or tutorials. The second learning style is auditory singing uh, reading your notes out loud recording yourself and listening back um active listening is moving around um explaining and testing yourselves within the group and obviously putting it into practice and and then you've got a reading and writing aspect of it where um um you, you're testing your memory, essentially. So by finding your unique learning style, um, it helps you to excel your learning capabilities a lot faster. So with majority of students out there, regurgitate, forget, regurgitate, forget, regurgitate, forget. That's all, that's all reading and writing. Uh, whereas I can promise you 100% of you are not all reading and writing um, excellers. Uh, as part of your learning styles. So learning and understanding what is a strength for you will help utilise your time more effectively and efficiently, um, will minimise the time that you're spending revising because you're utilising your strengths and skills a lot faster. Um, And like I said, this comes back to when students don't know what they need to know until they go through it. So, for example, um, I had a I had a student um, from third year uh, that came to me for for help to, uh, during her exam revision period. So I asked for a few for a few things just to get a basis of an idea of what I was dealing with, and and uh, and how much um, work would need to be put into place. Um, so I asked was for free, free for a few simple things so for example what her um what her revision timetable was like, what her notes look like currently and 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 um uh, I asked her to record herself um whilst she was revising and working just so I could see a few a few a few um behavioral tactics to see um you know is is something gonna be a problem um um or is she utilizing something and or has she got a unique skill set that she isn't aware of and we were quickly able to work together and to realize the fact that she'd been learning completely wrong which for her i'm not saying learning come you know in that in that fashion is, is 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 um is frowned upon but essentially you want to make your revision time as fast as possible so you can carry on with your life as a student you don't want to be in your room 24 7 you're a student go out and live it <laughs> so i want you to live you to learn the best possible way um understand the concepts and ideas how to apply them so that you can utilize your time more efficiently um for a better student life uh, a better quality of life and a better experience uh, you don't want i know pharmacy is quite full-on you're in your lectures from 9 till 6, and then you go home. But what I don't want to keep hearing is you go home to rewrite your lecture notes because that's not a way of learning. Um so what what I did was challenge the student to actually shrink everything down into a post-it note. I wanted everything on that one post-it note. Now you can imagine the size of the post-it note, and you're thinking There is no way in hell I can get an entire lecture down onto one post-it note. And I can guarantee you, yes, there is. Because there's key concepts and messages within that lecture is all that you need. You don't need all that additional jargon or anything like that. It's just key concepts. So whether um, something requires more dopamine or less dopamine or um is a beta block or a calcium blocker um or or an equation it's just those key facts that you require and then i want you to look back at that post-it note and by reading that post-it note do you actually understand the concept at hand do you understand it do you understand how to apply it and if you don't then that shows the level of work that we need to do to get you into a place of understanding it fully from a few points, and that is what I want you to challenge yourselves on. So there is um, there is a, a website that you can use to um, learn about your learning style and find out about your learning style. Um, they're available on farm Mastery anyway. Um, Unique courses and things like that that are tailored towards those, those learning styles, but essentially they're there to minimise the amount of time that you spend revising. Because again, I can't stress this so, um as you know as much as possible is, is the fact that your time is precious. Anyone's time is precious, and you don't want to be confined to a chair or a table, twenty four seven, trying to learn something and not actually learning it if you if you understand what I mean you're not learning it and understanding it the whole point is to understand it so minimizing it down to a um, post-it note is definitely a way of testing your abilities testing your knowledge at hand of the topic or the module uh, or even a chapter within a book and it's a fantastic resource especially for pre read students um so for example, um symptoms in pharmacy, um the, the book reducing each chapter down to a post-it note covers just the key facts. Obviously pre-reg recovering a brought you know massive uh, amount of information um uh, within a couple of months before the exam. Your mind is is not able to, to absorb all of that. So to minimise it and bite-size uh bite-size it down, prune it down into a few points onto a post-it note definitely increases confidence increases learning increases your understanding and increases your self-awareness it shows what topics and modules you need to focus more time on in order to in order to turn that into a strength okay i'm not wanting you to deter away from the module i want you to challenge it with you know head on we want to turn that module into a strength and not keep it as you know what it's a weak area I want to run away from it that's not how we do things as, as as students training to be pharmacists um we can't you know say to a student sorry sorry can't say to a patient sorry I'm a bit uncomfortable on this go somewhere else it doesn't happen like that we have to start learning to solve problems and think on our feet and and how to and how to apply but Other things that you need to be doing whilst maintaining your um, revision calendar, understanding your learning style, applying it more effectively. Other simple things that you can be doing is obviously eating well. Um, That doesn't mean have takeout every night, it doesn't mean (laughs) binge on chocolate or or, um, what, what was the tablet again? Pro Plus or Red Bull. Obviously, caffeine at times is needed. Um, Caffeine—they've done studies on whether it enhances your memory performance. Um, but ultimately, eating well and resting well is going to bode well for your mental, uh, um, for your mental um, capacity, your understanding of topics, and obviously, application. So try to eat as healthily as possible, you know, as students, you're probably thinking, what on earth is a carrot, what on earth is a banana? <laughs> I'm not saying get your seven a day, I'm just saying ensure you are eating at least three times a day, snacks in between meals, keep yourself very hydrated, um, and... Get get some movement going in. We don't want you attached to a desk twenty four seven. Try to aim for at least ten thousand steps a day. Everyone's got smartphones. Everyone's got either um digital trackers on their hand, you know, on their arms as watches. Monitor your steps. Um, even if it's a brisk walk or up and down the stairs. Uh, first thing in the morning. Try and do something again in the afternoon and again try and do something in the evening. Try and keep yourself active because you need that mental break in between your studying. It helps increase blood flow. It helps give you that um, thought process time. It gives you so many different aspects that you're unable to think of. uh, But it will benefit you tenfold. And you'll be saying to me, Raj, thank you so much. I appreciated that help. The other thing I would say is obviously we've talked about how to get organised, we've talked about timing, we've talked about how to organise your lecture notes and and break it down. Um, You need to make yourself comfortable. Now, when I say make yourself comfortable, I don't mean follow the herd, follow the sheep. You're not a sheep, you're a person, okay? everyone revises in the library but you're not comfortable revising the library then you don't need to go to the library you have a voice of your own you have an opinion for yourself use it um so you should know where you already feel comfortable learning whether it's on your bed it's in your kitchen it's in the library it's in a cafe utilize that to your strength okay go somewhere where you feel comfortable because You you are going to be there for a couple of hours. So make make yourself um, uh, or or be in a situation where you're not stressed out, there's not too much noise, not too much light, not too many distractions because you need to focus on the task at hand and work through it at a faster pace Um, because, like I said before, effective learning and application is through... um, quick transactions essentially what I call them and uh, not focusing on one topic the entire day you learn to break it down so for the first hour you're doing topic a from module module a uh, topic c from module uh, d uh, for the next hour and and vice versa help break it down um and then quickly go back to it um as, as a fire session at least half hour before we break for for lunch what, do I remember what, what was covered in the first hour? Do I remember what was covered in the second hour? And that's how you will cover each day. And before you sign off for the evening, I I always say to students keep one hour um, free before they before they sign off um, to cover the entire day essentially. So you want to be able to reiterate it fast, 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 fast because. Only then you know. Do I need to go back and 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 learn more about different uh, learn about things in a bit more detail to understand my post-it note essentially. So that's helping you also be prepared. Um, there are also things that you need. You should be doing. Um, um like literally on the day of the exam so for example calming down your nerves learn how to um understand your own body and 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 um and deal with things quite fast so that it doesn't escalate there's always going to be people around you stressing out oh my god oh my god i don't i haven't learned anything i haven't done anything help me help me help me help me help me you know what there are always going to be people like that in the world. I am um, going to ask you to be selfish because end of the day, it's you that can get through the exam, not that other person. So, what I'd advise you is to remove yourself from that situation. Just say, you know what, whatever preparation has been done is done now. All you can do is just sit the exam, and 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 get to get to. Um, a situation whether it's around the corner or in a different room and if you need to be in silence then be in silence and if you need to be listening to rocky and your headphones and eye of the tiger <laughs> you know like raring your mind to go you've got the adrenaline pumping you know you need to do a gym workout before the you know on the exam by all means understand your own body and understand its own needs uh to help you be calm and relax your nerves Breathing is obviously an important element, Um, especially those first few seconds when they pass you that paper and you're thinking, (laughs) but just breathe and and think, you know what, I've done enough preparation, I've done all that I can. You will know in your heart whether you've done 110% or not, so you should know how well this should essentially play out, whether it will play out in your favor or, or not. The other important things in an exam that you need to take focus of is in instructions and reading the question. You'd be shocked as to how many students, whether you're a student or actual or even a graduate, and and you're looking at a question at hand and you miss the entire question altogether. You're seeing things that you want to see. So my advice to you is, if it's a big Big amount of chunky information before you even get to write an answer. Break it down. What is it asking you for? Underline it. Highlight it. Write it on a separate paper. What is it asking you for? Okay. Whether it's three points, four points, essay. What do? What is the ultimate result that it's asking you for? And and work yourself backwards. So what does it want? I.e. the result. You're going to think, how do I get there? What information have I got? What drugs are used in this? What condition is this? And then start to map it out, brainstorm it, whether it's um, a spider diagram, okay? With that condition, that means these symptoms. With this drug, that means this dosage and this side effect. With this result, that means this is what the patient's quality of life should be looking like. This is what the maintenance thing should be looking like, the monitoring side of aspects, the counselling side of things. And essentially that should help keep you in line for the question, uh, especially if it is an essay, because essays are paramount if you uh, are on, on a, for a few things as to whether you even get to finish it, whether you get to apply all the information that you need to, to do. So happen, having um, an idea or a map around it helps you but also helps the lecturer uh, from from their point of view understand how much you understand about the topic at hand as well and it can essentially help get some extra additional points um plan your time effectively within the exam if you know that essays take you longer then by all means do the essay first um but as a rule what i try and say to students is you're essentially preparing yourself for um for your pre ridge exam. pre ridge exam essentially can be like a minute to a question. Your brain has to be working that fast. Um, that's how quickly you should, you should know the answers, uh, especially when it comes to calculations. So start utilizing that time pressure skills um, quite earlier on, especially in university. Um, plan your time effectively, um, leave at least 15 minutes uh, before the end of the exam if you don't know any um, answers to any of those questions. So my advice for someone if they don't know the answer to the question is move on. Um, either bullet point uh, some of the options as to whether you think they're the right answers. But if you don't know it, move on. Yep. Got far better chances of getting a higher grade from answering questions that you do know the answers to than the ones that you don't know. Then, from your free time, go back to it um, and 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 try and tackle those questions. My a second piece of advice would be, don't if you've got ample amount of time. That doesn't mean go through and start changing your answers. I've been there. I've done that. I've wore the t shirt and you can't believe how much i've really kicked myself sometimes so i've gone through the hardship i've learnt, and i've also learned do you know what that is a weakness for me um my strength is that i knew it the first time around weaknesses i did my i did my exams quite fast i always had ample amount of time and and i always thought oh sh- I should be doing something I should be doing something so obviously I've got nothing in front of me I start looking at my paper again and then I start second guessing myself so if if that is the case then you can just put your hand up and ask for your paper to be collected um so you're just sitting on the table and you don't have any chance and obviously of changing any answers or you can also ask if you're free to go um, so there are always two options there. Uh, if you're free to go, I think that depends on the university policies and, and things like that. But ultimately, the whole point is, I want you to stop preparing for these sort of things because you're going to have a life full of them, regardless of whether pre-reg or, or not. You, you you can be applying exam sort of scenarios to CV prep. You can be applying it to interview prep. It almost feels like an exam every time you go for an interview, anyway. So you're utilising the same sort of skill sets that you would be using in your, you know for your exams now in graduate life, essentially. So just don't you know don't think that from finishing university or finishing pre-reg that's the end of this skill set it isn't managing your time effectively utilizing your strengths understanding your weaknesses and how to turn them into your strengths and applying them applies to everyday life f- from graduating and um, so i want you to master those skills i want you to be a master of your profession but also I want you to get the best out of your time. You're a student, I understand, you know, uni life, uni experience. So by adopting these, you know, um, ways of thinking, it helps you to learn a bit more effectively, efficiently, saves your time. And it bodes well for confidence tenfold. You will know how to tackle things and, and how, you know, how fast you can achieve them. And it builds on skills that you will require for later on in life so I hope that has helped um, if you need me to break down any ideas or concepts even further please by all means contact me and um, I'm not someone that likes to um, publicly promote um, Especially from mastery at times, um, that's that's what I leave for the team to do essentially. Um, but I thought with with uh, exam month going on and and uh, students starting to get prepared, um, I thought this was a needed podcast, not only for students but also for graduates, for them to realise, you know, what have I been learning ineffectively over the last ten years, and is that why I can't get any further? Um, so. This is the whole point of building solid foundation to anything. Building a solid foundation to your training, your understanding, and your application. And by getting this literally trained and mastered down down to the t, you know what you will you'll be thanking me with how much time you're saving and 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 how much free time you've got to tackle other situations at hand. Um, Because, for example, preparing for an interview or CV prepping should not be taking you that long at all. If you've got those skills honed down, it will shine through and it will shine through on an interview as well. So, any questions, please don't hesitate to ask me. By all means, have a look at the website. I'll post the links for some of the websites as well. And um, I wish you good luck. Thank you. Bye.